When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Markets of rage. That is what we have on our hands today. Hey everybody, Ryan Mallory doing the Swing Trading the Stock Market podcast, new episode here. And I want to talk about it today, and when I talk about it, I'm talking about a lot of the current events going on, but there's a lot of long-term applications in how you conduct yourself in these kinds of markets. So if you're listening to this podcast a year from now or two years or even longer, what I'm talking about is the events that are unfolding here in August of 2019. And the date today actually is is August 14th. So when I'm talking about the previous day or whatever, you can go back through your charts and see exactly what I'm talking about. But right now, the S&P 500, it's down over 2%. It is down a whole lot, and it's still printing new lows on the day. And let's be honest. Yesterday, we had a magnificent rally. I was actually short when I came into the day. I turned my head for maybe a couple minutes, and all of a sudden, I see the market just spiking out of nowhere. And I said to myself, I'm long SPXU, which is a 3 to 1 inverse ETF of the S&P 500. I came into the day about 5% higher on the day. I look at it. I said, I'm out. You got headline news driving this market higher. You know, tariffs are going to be pushed back until December. We're going to take some items off the list. Market surges. Everybody's happy. We're up about 45 points on the S&P 500 on that day, August 13th. Everything looks fine and dandy. And I get long two positions as well. I added Amazon. I added a stock, a software company called uh, COUP. That's the symbol. I finished pretty much flat in both of them. I mean, I was up a little bit in Amazon, down a little bit in COUP. And I thought, okay, we're, I'm not really worried about if I'm up or not today. I'm looking at more of a multi-day rally that's going to be happening here because we got the news. The, the, the goalposts have been pushed back a little bit further. There's a good reason why we should rally over the next three or four days or throughout the rest of this week. I was pretty optimistic about it. I think a lot of people were. There was a lot of strength in the buying. That was another positive aspect of it. But I didn't want to get too long too fast. I thought two positions, okay, that's manageable. I'm not going to be using a ton of capital. Let's use that as the getting my toes wet kind of thing. The market opens up higher and shows it wants to sustain the the rally from the previous day. We'll add another position. Guess what though? The exact opposite happened. I wake up this morning, I'm checking the futures, down 35 points. I'm like, wow. And as I'm looking at it, I'm looking at some of these red bars printed, and it's like going from 35 points down to 42 points down in like seconds. I'm thinking to myself, there is some panic in Wall Street today. And, And it's not just because it's down 35 points, it's how quickly the moves are happening. And so here we are, we're sitting at a situation that's not really what I was expecting going into the day. I wasn't expecting us to be gapping down this far, but I knew that there was something grossly wrong with the market today for it to be doing that. So what did I do? I had to, I had to come up with a plan. 
I had to figure it out. I mean, I'm you know taking my shower in the morning. I'm thinking, okay, what am I gonna? What, what's going to be my approach to this market? How am I going to tackle this? Because there's a lot of volatility. I'm on the wrong side of the market after getting long on it the day prior, and now the market's reversing. I know COUP is going to take a hit. If the market's down this much. Amazon's obviously taking a hit. The only thing that would save me would be like an upgrade or or a buyout, and definitely not getting a buyout of Amazon, but maybe COUP. But no, that. I'm not that lucky when it comes to trading. So uh, I, I go ahead and I, I I concoct a game plan. What I was going to do, essentially, I'm selling Amazon at the market open. It's going to be above my stop loss. So I'm not waiting for the stop losses to get hit. I'm not waiting for COUP to get hit. I get out at, I have COUP. I get long at 138 yesterday. I have a stop loss at like 133.50. I'm getting out at like 134.75, I think is where I got out at. Uh, Amazon, I had a stop loss at, I got in at 18.23. I have a stop loss at 18.76. I'm selling it at like 17.94 about. So I'm, I'm, I'm preventing additional losses, but also in the flip side, I'm getting short on the market too. So I'm adding SPXU. This is all being done like within like minutes of the open, like like 30 seconds to a minute of the open. A lot of activity. I haven't made any trades since then. So I do that. The S&P's, you know, gapping down about 35 points at the market open. And now we're looking at 71 points as, as, of, this, as of this moment, as I was recording this. Does that mean it can't rally into the close? Sure, it could, it could have a dead cat bounce. We have yet to see a 30-minute bar on the S&P 500 uh, finish green today and the last three yesterday. So you take that, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine red bars in a row right now. So there's a lot of heavy selling. The volume buzz is really heavy. So what do you do? We have markets of rage right now. We are positive on our SPXU trade. We took a hit on Amazon COUP. That's okay. That's recoverable. We kept the losses small. I'm still like slightly positive on the month. That's actually pretty cool because the market is way down. I mean, we were hit printing like 3,000 at the end of July. And now we're sitting at 28.55. So there is a lot of downside already uh, being seen in the market this month. And, and quite honestly, I think we're going to probably hit these August lows again before it's all said and done. And if we do that and we break them, and then I think we're going to see a challenge of the 200-day moving average. If that breaks, then I think you're going to see a break uh, that could take us all the way down to the June lows. So there's, there's this market doesn't look good right now. It's, it's got its share of problems and, um, and worries. So what do you do? In this kind of market, you want to stay nimble. You don't want to take on a lot of positions. You want to be able to maintain flexibility. You don't want to have convictions either. So a lot of people think that convictions are a good thing. In a bear market, it's really not because you can get some really crazy price action. Over the last six, seven days on the S&P 500 and the market in general, the price action has been bonkers. I'm looking at way down, big bounce up, gap down. But, another, but a recovery into the close, followed by another gap higher, followed by a sell-off, by an even further gap down, followed by a flat opening into a big major rally higher, and then a big gap down today. I mean, it's basically down, up, 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 down, down, up, down. And the moves are really big. So there's no like continuity. There's no real like, while the charts are bearish right now, because if the how big the downside has been today, It's it's been very choppy over the last few days. So the biggest thing for me as a trader, what I would like to see, I would like to see the market continue to sell off, break below the August lows. Let's really wipe out some prices here. Let's flush out some of the longs. Let's get some really good 
uh, bottoms put into place and, and some really good bounce opportunities put into place. And let's start trading this market to the upside. But right now, I mean, this this bounce back and forth stuff that we've seen in the market a lot lately, it doesn't. It's not really helping us get some really good. Uh, bottoms put in place and so I do think the market still has some downside to it I thought we would probably get a couple of day rally out of this market after yesterday's news that didn't happen it, the, the bearers took over far more quicker than I expected them to so now so now I have to adjust my plan you have to stay nimble you can't hold on to your convictions so my my belief was is that that we would have a bounce it didn't happen do I, do I hold on to that conviction saying, well, but we have to. This is what I believe. I'm going to stick to what I believe. No, I can't do that. I can't do that at all. The market's down. The market's telling me what I, my, my conviction should be. Could we rally tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, we could. And then I got to change. I mean, it, you can't hold on to convictions in this market. You got to be willing to change. You got to be willing to adapt. You just, you, you, can't, you can't be a diehard about, about where you think the market's going in the short term. You, and that really goes for any market. I mean, you really have to always be ready for change. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Long term, the market tends to go higher, right? Over a three or four year period, it can go lower. It doesn't happen really much. But over long term, if you look at going back 100 years yet, yeah, the long term thesis is always going higher. If it doesn't, we got a huge problem in this country. Building upon not holding on to your convictions is the idea of hope not being an option in your trading. So today, I was waking up. The markets were flat when I went to bed. Slightly positive, actually. I was waking up thinking that we'd probably see like maybe five to ten points to the upside. And so I was I was caught off guard. Now, I I, I thought we would see Coop maybe pop up, C-O-U-P that is, pop up another one to two percent today. I thought we'd see Amazon hit another one to two percent. It would be a nice, nice steady build upon yesterday's new positions that I added. But that didn't happen. Now, I sold both of them immediately at the open. However, if I had been holding on to hope as an option, as I, if I would have put my hope that these things, maybe maybe they'll do something different. Maybe they'll buck the trend. Maybe the market will reverse right at the open and we'll go higher. If I had done that, I'd have been stopped out of these positions way lower. And if I wasn't using stop losses, oh my gosh, I would be down big time on COUP, which is currently down 6.28%. On the trade itself, I only took a 2.5% loss on that trade. Amazon is down 3.2%. I would have already been way stopped out on that one. Had I not used stop losses, instead of taking a one, 1.5% loss, I'd be down you know, 3.2% on that trade. So you can't use hope as a reason for holding on to a trade in a bad market. You just can't do it. Hope is not an option. And that brings me to my next point, and this kind of follows on what I've already said. Follow your stops. Follow your stops. Guys, I got out. I got out before my stops hit because I've been doing this long enough to where I realize you see a kind of a reversal like we saw yesterday, and you can see the panic in the pre-market. There's a good chance your stops are not going to last. I was in the technology sector with with COUP. I was in discretionary with Amazon. I knew those things weren't probably going to hold for very long. I was right. However, not following your stops—that's one thing to get out early before your stops hit. 
But the other thing is to ignore your stops in hopes that it will rebound. That is a bad move. Bad move, guys. Don't don't do that. Follow your stops. And then if you're in doubt, don't add any new positions in the market. If you're just like, this market is overwhelming me. I have no idea what's going on here. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Don't trade it. Just just don't do anything. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't follow your stops and if they get hit, you get you get stopped out and you take the stops. I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't add any new positions. Don't add any more pain to your portfolio. Don't add any more loose ends if you don't have a strong understanding of what's going on in the market. I did that a couple days ago. I really did not feel like I was on the right end of this market. The market rallied big time. It was up like 50 points. I didn't get it. I really didn't. I held off. I just decided I'm not going to to do anything. I'm not going to chase this rally. And it turned out to be the right right thing. If I had if I had done that, I'd been losing on those long positions that I added. Now, the reason why I added long positions yesterday was because I actually did have a, 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 a pretty decent understanding of what I thought the market was going to do. Just because you have a decent understanding or a, or a understanding of what you think the market should do doesn't mean that you're holding on to your convictions too hard or that you're relying on hope. And, and it definitely doesn't mean that the market can't make you look like a fool in the process. It just means that you're you're trading with a plan, that you're trading with an understanding of, of why you're trading what you're trading. You just don't like throw stuff against the wall and hope that it'll stick. You don't that's not what you do. When in doubt, you just don't add any new positions. If you if you're not sure what's going on, if you feel like this is a way over your pay grade, don't don't mess with it. And no, too, in these kinds of markets, emotions are going to be high. People are going to be freaking out. People are not going to like this kind of stuff. People will get panicky because guess what? People love trading the stock market. When I get people asking me about the stock market or hey, I'd like to get into trading, I get it from friends all the time. When people want to get into trading, it's always in when the market's at all-time highs. It's always when people are seeing everybody else talking about the market being at all-time highs or how much money they've made on, on Apple or Amazon or you know anything beyond me, right? Oh, gosh. Uh, that, that thing's not holding up too well. I, actually, it's actually doing a little bit better than I thought it was, but it's still it's been taking a lick lately, finally. Thank goodness, because we don't need fake meat you know, absorbing the headlines anymore. But no, the emotions are going to be high. People are going to be panicky. People are going to be making bad trading decisions. The S&P is down about 70 points right now. If it goes down like like another 20 or 30 points when we, we're hitting triple digits on the S&P 500, you're going to really see you know some people like start to flip out. You'll see the bigger movements in price. And that's one of the ways that I look for um, panickiness in the market is when we're seeing like big 5 to 10 point clips like happen within like minutes where people are just selling in big massive lots where the street's just getting out altogether. That's a very good sign. Remember this too, and I'll, I'll leave you with this. The fewer positions that you trade in this kind of market is going to equal less stress and anxiety. If you're thinking that I've got to buy the dip on like 15 stocks right now, I'm just going to buy as many things because the market's really low, and then the market keeps on going lower, those 10, 15 stocks that you just bought the dip on, it's going to create a lot of anxiety for you. It's going to create a lot of stress because all of a sudden you got all this capital committed and you got all these positions and and most of them are going down. Maybe one's giving you some hope for that it's it might be bucking the trend. But overall, you're losing a lot of money. And, and it's creating chaos in your mind. It's creating anxiety. You're feeling the stress. It's probably creating depression too. I don't know. Depression, anxiety at the same time. Who knows what that feels like? I, I you know, But for me, I always feel like the fewer positions, the better. Because I can manage one position. I can manage two positions much easier in a very unpredictable or very chaotic trading environment. But if I'm going balls to the walls and just adding as many positions as I can to the portfolio, I am going to create so much stress and so much anxiety for myself. And more than likely, I'm going to make a bad decision on every one of them. Every single one of them. 
So don't do it. Fewer positions, the better. Just remember that. Don't, don't, don't try to be a hero in these markets. I got one position open right now. One. SPXU. That's the only thing I'm in right now. Tempted to add a short position on QQQ. Yep, yep. Tempted to uh, short uh, tractor supply, TSEO. Yeah, I definitely am. But guess what? I'm not going to do it. I am not going to overload my portfolio with short positions. But I may add another short position tomorrow if I can see some follow through coming through on the market and some uh, more panic. Then I'll then I'll consider adding another short position. Right now, SPXU. That's what I'm in because I understand from my years of trading. Even as a person who has traded since, I've, I've traded since I was 11 years old. I know that for me, and I know this is going to hold true for most traders, the fewer positions that you have in your portfolio is going to equal to less stress and anxiety for your trading. And you're going to be able to think clearer too, because you're not going to be overwhelmed with the fear of losing all your capital off of some risky gamble that you just took. That's going to be it for today. If you have any questions, feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com. Man, guys, Best place to be right now in these kinds of markets is the Sierra Pointer Swing Trading Splash Zone. The Swing Trading Splash Zone is the place to be. And it's not because I'm a I'm the best trader God ever created. No, I'm, I'm not going to claim that. I'm a pretty good trader. I'm a, I'm a really good trader, actually. But the, the, the fact is, is that you're in a community of traders that are experiencing these ups and downs with you every single day. And they're going through it all with you as you're going through it. And people are asking questions and bouncing off of ideas. People ask me, what do you think of AMD? What do you think of ZTS? Do you, would you be buying here? Would you be buying this dip in the rallies? People are, are discussing this stuff and helping each other. Yes, I put my swing trades out there in real time for everybody to see, to scrutinize, to agree, to disagree, whatever, to follow. That's great. But the real, the real gem is that it's an active community of traders pushing through this market on a daily basis, just grinding it out. So check it out. I hope to see you there. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial, access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePointer on Twitter and on SharePointer's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at sharepointer.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you, and God bless you.